Welcome to Speak Up St. Louis, a podcast where we elevate the diverse local voices that make up true St. Louis culture. I am your co-host, Quentin Ward, here with my great co-host. Lucas Signorelli. How you doing, Q? Hey, man. All's well. Um, had a amazing conversation with the one and only, with some St. Louis royalty in the house, Kiwan of the St. Lunatics. I mean, Kiwan's a legend, dude. I mean, the St. Lunatics are... You know, one of the biggest uh, musical acts to ever come out of St. Louis. One of the biggest thing, <laughs> groups, things period, to ever come out of St. Louis. <laughs> and Kiwan was a huge part of that. One of the four MCs in the group, uh, brothers with Murphy Lee. And just getting to meet him and like just talk to him, see what a great guy he is. And then also not just like telling stories about the past and reminiscing about the past, which we did plenty of. I mean, mm-hmm. talking about how the lunatics came together, how he met Nelly. Growing how, up in U City. Growing up in U City. How the whole thing got started. How his whole style came from with the clothes and the Midwest swing and everything that, that those guys are about. But then also how they're looking forward and like mm-hmm. they're still doing music and they're not done with music. And, you know, it's this new album that uh, Murph is about to drop that's featuring Kiwan. And second time around, and it's just like, I listen to the record, dude, it's awesome, it's a banger, it's beautiful music, like, they're doing it independently, and they're trying to not repeat some of the mistakes that they made, um, you know, when they were doing it the first time around, you know, I would say that on the business side, maybe they didn't always get treated the best by some of the labels and things that they were signed to or what have you, so watching them still doing it at this high level, putting out this music and having Kiwan in the studio to talk about it, man, that was awesome. For sure. Yeah. It was just really exciting to see, you know, to hear the vision, to hear the headspace he's in, um, but also to talk the business aspect of music as well, too, to talk about music distribution, to talk about all those different things that artists may not be thinking about on the front end of their young careers, but now really about how he's, you know, thinking about it differently and navigating the space. And so, just really exciting to hear about the level of, you know, the growth um, and where he's headed to now. Um, so really excited, um, you know, for you all to listen to this episode um, and to really be able to, yeah, to dive deeper into one of the uh, members of the St. Lunatics. That's what's up, man. Lunatics still at it. So we hope you enjoy this episode. Please subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on social media at Speak Up St. Louis. We drop episodes every Sunday. And uh, without any further ado, enjoy this episode with Kiwan. Let's do it. Kiwan. What up? Welcome to Speak Up St. Louis. I'm here. Hey, man. Appreciate Yeah, appreciate you taking the time, man. This is, you know, really exciting for us. And, um, yeah, really looking forward to getting into it. The big deal is I'm sitting up here. I'm so Kiwan, right? <laughs> but this is not even a visual podcast, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm so worried about keeping this hat on. That's real. Rather than wearing a headphone, right? <laughs> he's got right. he's got him tilted right. sideways a little <laughs> bit. I, I, I'm, it's all about my hat right now. So right. I'm like I'm keeping this hat on. Can you give, t- give me my powers? <laughs> tell tell people about the hat you're rocking right now. <laughs> this that you see me. This that you see me sombrero. What color is it? <laughs> it's it's Kiwan green and red. Yeah. Red wine green. Yo, you got. I don't know if you got it's that. Not like, lime, it's not lime green. It's like, not lime. Green. It's not lime. Green. 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 I don't know if you got that trademark, but that's actually kind of dope. Kiwan green. Definitely, it definitely is one. Them, you know what I'm saying? I need to get to it. <laughs> right, see, somebody take it. Right, we t- we handle business on the podcast People too. Definitely be taken. Mm-hmm. 
Waiting and well, taking. We what you call? We got another episode anyway, so we'll give it a couple weeks. Right. Yeah, we get. <laughs> right. So you start the paperwork. We got two weeks. Man. Get your domains and everything. <laughs> now what's up with it though, man? I appreciate y'all having me out here. You know, I feel special about one, two, three, five, twenty millions. It don't matter, man. One year is really a lot to me. For sure. No. Because you spread the word good. Right. But it's, you know, when Lucas told me about it and he was like, you know, he was talking to Big Al. Shout out to Big Al, man. You yeah. see Big Al, man. That's the guy. Um, I was just like, man, like, I felt like for me it was just like that moment of like, you know, we haven't been doing this for too long, but it's just that idea of like, hey, we got a bit, you know, a part of St. Louis St. royalty. St. Louis royalty in the house, house man. You, know? you city royalty in the house for definitely, sure. Man. Al is definitely, Al, we, me and Nelly record our first song at our house. Man. man he was he told us so he came on the podcast episode four for all the listeners you want to go back and listen to the big al episode but he talked about kind of building out that um studio and really went into it and then went into that whole like saints mm-hmm. era and like you got did you guys record up there as well oh yeah that was our base yeah mm-hmm. that was our base d2 we kicked it up there man we lived in there we had a key and everything <laughs> so after you know it was a saints on saturday um event Every Saturday from eight to twelve, that everybody in the city was going to, um, and then it was a, a Sunday five thirty eight thirty. But we'll be there like three, and then we record, and then see everybody filling up, and then we'll do a verse, go out there and skate, or go out there and do whatever we do. Come back in, do a verse, go back out so there. So you have had fun. that energy just flowing right back. And then into after the everybody track. leave, we still there till two or three in the morning. Wow. You know what I'm saying? You, you still get on the skates, man? Yeah. <laughs> well, that didn't sound too okay. confident. No, nah, okay. I'm able to say yeah with confidence, right. but I haven't been on there lately. My, mm-hmm. my skates got taken. Damn. So um, I need to get some skates. I was going to do a skating event for Murph Born Day in December, but the one I wanted to go to, they ain't, they're not accepting a lot of humans at one time right now. Mm. So I was going to do a smoke and roll with like a. I do everything around uh, Mary Jane. <laughs> Ain't nothing it's legal. Wrong with that. Yeah, it's legal. It helps me. I had a stroke last year. No so, shit, dude. Yeah, I'm straight. Man, it's good to hear, man. Mm-hmm. I'm here. I'm straight. I'm here to tell y'all that it's nothing but a bill. So mm. go get checked out. Yeah, you mm. never know. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad I ate. I'm glad I was uh, eating right. It helped me a lot. So I heard you're a vegan too. That's right. Yeah, I haven't touched. Uh, meat and since country grandma wow no kidding man like 20 something years wow. 22 it's years incredible you stuck with it man. yeah it's great once you learn the science of it it's not like you know <laughs> you know how you see something you be like oh that look good but i'm not supposed to <laughs> once you in that zone you're gonna lose yeah when you get in the zone of saying uh, you finna eat that why would you eat that it's not even tempting to stink. you anymore <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it stinks it look you finna do that oh look at that that's a vein <laughs> You finna eat a vein? <laughs> you finna, them, you know, it might wake up and eat you. I don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> you never know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I just decided, you know, after um, I learned a lot about HIV and AIDS and stuff, I, I I felt like that was dealing with looks. Don't let looks fool you. And so I, now I deal with don't let taste fool you. Mm. Or perception. Mm. You know, you might see a lot of different, don't vape, don't vape, don't vape. It'll kill you. Have you ever seen a don't cigarette? Never seen that. Yeah. So, yes, it might be something bad about it, but is it better than a cigarette? Mm. You feel me? <laughs> like you gonna hear a lot of vegan disses right now, like because they winning. 
<laughs> I mean, it's blowing up. You know, there's winning, no question. So it's I saw up. it grow up. I saw it. I saw it when we. It well, was, you were. It, was, it wasn't you were a supplement. It you wasn't a supplement. Before. It wasn't a supplement meat alternative. Yeah, for real. When I was, you know, what I mean, I was, true. That's a good point. Yeah, I started from the greens. Yeah, man, it's fire, man. I've been uh I got my lady real deep into it right now, so she's she's on a mission, man. If I show you a picture right now, you'll get hungry. Mm. Like it's fire. So I do have a food cart on the way as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I can take wherever I want to go. It's like a waffle house on wheels. Mm. It's gonna be vegan out. You know what I mean? I'm doing oh, yeah. uh, I'm doing like ghetto vegan though. <laughs> so t- t- what's what's some ideas on the menu if you can share them? I'm just saying ghetto vegan is more like a vegan polo sausage cut down the middle with the mayonnaise and put it in foil paper or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> Give it to you like that. You know what I'm saying? Sloppy Joe's. You know what I'm saying? We got to get him with Sadiq. In the brown paper Meat bag. Loaf, you know what I'm saying? Salisbury steak <laughs> with the gravy. Mm. Chili. Right. It sounds like we got to go eat up. <laughs> they get a chili. Making us hungry right now. <laughs> right. For sure. Nah, for real. It's good though, man. We on a mission. What's cracking? Mm. Well, let's take it back before... Country grammar before Kiwan was a vegan. Let's take it all the way back, man. Tell mm. us about growing up in St. Louis. I'm just assuming you're from U City. Is that where you grew up, or did you kind of grow up all around St. No, Louis? I'm U City. Okay. I'm U City. My, my parents, U City. My grandparents, Chicago. Okay. So, yeah. so just talk about, I guess, like growing up and, and having Murph as your brother, like just kind of growing up in your time, this childhood, like growing up in U City and kind of what that was like for you. Um, U City was very important. Um, to us because it t- it taught us so much that we didn't know it taught you know it don't know it you don't know something teaches you until you get to that stage but just being able to um, it felt like being in U City was equivalent to country grammar mm-hmm. because people like it but then you have those oh you're from the county you're soft and you're you know from the city people you know it's like so since like bubblegum rap and this is this and this is that but the whole time it was like down down baby your street in the range rover street sweeper baby cock ready to let it go shimmy shimmy coco what Coco-Coco. listen to me pow <laughs> do you guys like light it, light it up and take a puff pass it to me now you can't get no gangster more gangster than that it's just how we said it you feel me yeah. so being in U city it just gave us that flavor of doing that and it made us care about your city is like Harlem, so it's like you have to care about your clothes and care about your look. It meant everything to us. We'll leave lunch. We'll send one person to the store at 10 o'clock at lunchtime to go get the new J's. Not after you. See, you're going to leave and go home, then y'all going to go to the store. Mm-mm. They come out today. We <laughs> send somebody, pull out the hat, who leaving to go get the J's. Everybody got their money. Right. <laughs> you Make sure saying? you get the right side. Oh, facts. You know what I'm saying? We break it at lunchtime. We all got them on with the shirts to match. You know what I'm saying? So U City was definitely preparation because it's county and city. Inside of U City, you have poverty and you have, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, some money and walking distance away. And that's hard to really get that balance of this person right here has a swimming pool and this person right here doesn't even have running water. Mm-hmm. But we are friends mm-hmm. <laughs> You know what I'm saying So it was like For me I'm in the middle So it's kind of like I know he ain't got nothing to wear for real Today we said we weren't button up polos I'ma call him and be like Yo I got a polo for you That's real You feel what I'm saying that's And I real. do that now Like I got a bag of clothes right now for y'all Like <laughs> You know what I'm saying But that's that's me You know what I'm saying I'm always making sure we We gonna look apart 
So kind of getting into that more, talk to me about, I think, and it, and it may and it may not be all all the neighborhoods, but we're going to talk more about U City though. Like, yeah. what's this? Talk talk to me about like this U City pride. Like, I feel like that's something that Big Al and I forget somebody else that we talked to that was from U City as well too. But it's Jared like, Jones, yeah, Jared Jones. Like this sense of camaraderie, this sense of togetherness. Like, where does that come from? And like, is that just something that's just boiled into the community? Man, I, it's energy too. So mm-hmm. once once people from the outside get to saying it, you kind of a see that you're doing and you kind of move forward with it for real too we have we are generation people a lot of people move around a lot you know when you get somebody from the city you're on the edge of losing your house all the time <laughs> or you in your grandmother's house and then your mother moves to county then they go over here so you're not never we usually set in like you went to grade school you went to middle school you went to high school we have our own police like you can't find a McClure North policeman <laughs> you know what I'm saying? True. Like, it's just we deal with community more than we deal with school. It's not over at three thirty. You know what I mean? And we live like that, and we move. And when people come from the outside, we stick together. Like we don't. I know I didn't like you today at lunch, but if they come here, we together. We rocking. Right. So it's just deepening that. And then with us having our own club inside of our neighborhood, with us having um the way we sports. You know the way we mm-hmm. keep tracing it down keep tracing it down keep saying it keep tracing it down the way we do like a ucd day every year and get every all of the uh alumni together like my mother goes and my nephew goes you know what i'm saying so it's just like year 76 all the way to now in one park you know stuff like that like that's what keep it moving and we got a lot of entertainers and people who move forward in life in your mm-hmm. opinion you know what i'm saying that uh it's there so it always feel like somebody got a chance to get out of there mm-hmm. big al said that too he's like we had examples looking up to that went through you know u city high mm-hmm. that had gold records mm-hmm. so we knew we could do it because we saw that path and i know for him it was even more specific like it was in his family you know mm-hmm. it was it was real close to him um but for you guys how how did music factor in early on like what kind of stuff did you guys listen to growing up or your parents like how did you guys kind of find your way into loving music even before you started rapping i think i like girls yeah <laughs> and that's what happened. wrong with that that's what i think that's what really <laughs> happened like a friend of mine named goldie uh rest in peace um he was in the group at first he um he rapped at the park and uh, some girls liked it just that deep I can do all that I can do whatever you're talking about Only thing I couldn't do is tumble <laughs> <laughs> Anything else right. I was pretty cool at So really it was like It's different different things for different people Like I'm not a, I'm not from a real Well my father Me and Murph's father uh, Plays the drums The guitar and all of that So I was about to say I'm not from a family background But we didn't really do a lot of um, I housed and seen together and all that stuff like but when I got to a certain age, me personally I was more of a I can go anywhere from Red Man all the way to Spice One. Then I go down to Scarface, then I go mm-hmm. up to M C Bleed. M C Breed, you know what I'm saying? So it just depends on where I wanna go. Like I can go there then but right now I listen to Anthony Hamilton's, you know what I'm saying? So it's all about the well roundness of music. As long as it make me feel good, I'm cool. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying so for sure, and then so 
I mean, with you and Murph, it's obvious what the connection was, but talk about the lunatics and that group and how you guys just, what's that story of how you met and kind of coalesced? How'd you meet Nelly? How'd you meet Ali? How did, how did it happen? Um, Nelly was, um, Nelly came to UCD, I guess I was maybe seventh grade. I was seventh grade. I think he was eighth grade and it was at football practice and we was down at the park and he came, walked up and he was like, who the fastest over here? <laughs> Trying to prove himself. <laughs> day, like, one, day one. Day one. <laughs> the same attitude you got right now. Who, who the fastest over here? <laughs> and I knew I was I knew I was fast. But somebody, you know, it's always somebody, me, raise their hand. Who, and like, you and everybody, everybody like, man, you ain't. Man. <laughs> so, so Nelly smoked him. He smoked him. So then he got cool. And, um. He was living towards the loop And I was living right by the school I live I live right by the entrance of Heman Park So in between U-City and Heman I stayed you know, on Shaftesbury So um, He would It felt like he was hanging with some people Who was doing some things That they weren't supposed to be doing a lot More than we was We was more sports, clothes, girls And some people was like breaking in cars Doing, you know, doing something to get them in trouble And I think Nelly Really being indifferent he went to like eight different schools before he got to UCD. You know what I'm saying? Every year he was at a different school for real. So that's he's bouncing around. So when his mother cat you know, got him and moved him to St. Louis moved him to UCD, he was really on one of them like, Don't get in trouble. Like, I did all this, da 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 da. So I I'm speaking for him. He never said it, but he started hanging with us more. Like he would he would and now you look at business moves that you was doing eighth grade, he was renting a bike from my friend that stayed up the street because they couldn't really go outside a lot. So they was done at dark, definitely. He would rent their bike to ride it back to back to um the loop and then bring it back in the morning before y'all even want to do anything anyway. Like five dollars a week or some shit like that. Like it was tight. You know what I'm saying? Just his thought process was tight. That was tight. Um so I met him, we started getting cool. So like by the time first day of school of high school we was cool cool he was a sophomore i was a freshman so he came to my house and got me we had on our la girl boots I, uh <laughs> i polo with the I polo rugby's with the elbow patches and the white collar and the corduroy you know what i'm talking mm-hmm. fresh you know what i'm saying so uh joe montana boots <laughs> then uh he going you going down memory lane yeah <laughs> i had the dark blue and he had the money green or something i don't know then we got cool so we start Batman and Robin it Cause he a little older than me So I was Robin of course But like we always played sports He was one year old All of us are like Gaps like Boom 7, 8, 9, 10 You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. So it's Murph Then me Me and Murph are the youngest in the group So it's Murph, me City Nelly Ali You know what I'm saying So it's like stacked So we always like Kind of popular in our own grade In our own midst You know what I'm saying So it's mm-hmm. a lot of power People try to redo this It's kind of Hard to do that Cause we was all like I'm watching Wu-Tang Like okay You was your own man You was your own man You know what I'm saying That's how we was mm-hmm. And Ali saw it early Cause he studied Wu-Tang As well though So when he saw me and Nelly Moving and grooving He Seeing how people act About us When we not there So he always was like Y'all rap Y'all should rap Like y'all got everything else Like y'all got every Y'all got the other part That everybody else don't have You know what I'm saying and 
we laughed you know we was laughing you know what i'm saying so we end up uh renting the, um, the machine from bulletproof records from uh marv for two hundred dollars we rent it for like two or three days and we just city spud and everybody getting on the beats and we just end up writing a rap in a corner and ali was just like write a rap without cursing I'm like what why would I do that <laughs> Why would I not curse Like I'm straight up Cripping right now Like why would I not curse You know what I'm saying I want to shoot somebody He's like write one without cursing And it was just like But it was like 12 of us in that room And everybody started leaving Beep was going off Money happening Parents Everybody leaving it's Just us five stayed And that became the group Those five that stayed it's supposed to happen That's legendary dude It's that's, supposed to happen That's legendary And that was one night That that happened mm-hmm. Wow man And we kind of had our We knew what we was Kind of You know We knew that we was The main ones And that was that And that was that But you had a chance Everybody had a chance To be a part of Do it. something Yeah to do something And we start breaking out Like groups Like okay this is this Ali wasn't in a group At first He was like the management So he was like This is this We had Goldie So that's my My partner So then we got to a certain level Goldie moved to Another neighborhood And it kind of, kind of Distant And He was really more my friend Than he was everybody else's So it was like Act right man I'm telling you they, <laughs> You're not acting right buddy <laughs> But He was crazy He was wild He taught me a lot Even though he don't know it You know what I'm saying I know I taught him a lot That you've seen But he taught me a lot That you don't know He showed me something Because he, he don't be scared To do stupid stuff So Either he taught me Not to do something Because <laughs> that's stupid or he did something that I wouldn't have did, and it got us somewhere that we need to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Taking those chances, taking yeah, those just, risks. Yeah, just yep, just little stuff that he was that he he was doing that I wouldn't do, and it taught me something. I need I need somebody else to burn a hand on the stove, mm-hmm. so you can see it. So I can see that that ain't it. You need a mitt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so all that came together. Then that's my little brother Murph, and then City. Um, City was hanging with. Murph and uh, my cousin uh, Mickey Mouse. That's some weird. My cousin <laughs> Michael, and uh, which is our management Tony T Love, which is my cousin. It's it's, it's family, it's man. Some all, family all of shit, it. Man. Like if we wasn't gonna rap, we was gonna be in business. We was gonna be trash company. We was gonna do something together. It don't matter. Like robberies, whatever we was gonna do, we was gonna do it together. For real. Hmm. And we did it. We here now. Now we ready for the second time around. Yeah. Want to get to that? You know what I'm saying. So that, what year was that when you guys like first really, you know, started? Ninety-six, five. Okay, okay. <laughs> Q's like I was, I, I was, was three, right? Little, not even three. <laughs> yeah, so One. I, so I first saw on the radio was nine, ninety-seven. So walk me through that. Give me what you got. That getting on the radio. Mm, nine seven seven seven. Yeah. Don't don't don't. I was working at the airport, and we had that's when we had um, we had Saints, and Ali worked at the barbershop, so we had certain hours that you had to do. You know what I'm saying? You got to do because you still got to pay rent. You still got to do stuff. So Ali would go in there early because he cut hair more in the evening. You know, so I get out work at like two. So I went straight to the uh, studio Walked in And He just finished the second verse So I'm in there like Nah he was doing the second verse And I was like That's hard mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. No, actually, he just heard a beat. He went. I watched. Whose him. beat was that, by the way? Who put that together? J.E. Mm. I watched him, but Ali did a lot of Ali does a lot of coaching mm. stuff with people. You know what I'm saying? He good at that. So I'm seeing him do the song, and it's just his song. We do songs all the time. Like we might do ten songs a day. You know what I'm saying? So that's he and her. That's the song he thought about last night. He's doing it. I'm like that's horrible. Why are you doing? It? I'm kind of writing to it too. And um, he stopped at two verses. I'm like, he's like, you want to get on it? I'm like, yeah. So I'm writing. I'm in there trying to fit it in. I'm like, mm. I was iffy about it. The song was so dope that we, I, I don't have pride. So I'm like, I ain't even mess the song up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's me thinking that in the inside. Uh, then Nelly came in. And he was like, oh, that's hard. Y'all got something. Y'all got something there. And then he sort of start mumbling some. Uh, at a pattern A cadence To to it And I'm like Shit Cause we'd just do the song I would've just did it My verse might not have been tight It would've just been another song And then we did another one That's how we was doing it You know what I'm saying So I just bagged I just bagged out Nicely Like You should do this Like I saw the production I saw it A and R that was like No this What you was talking about What you was just Over there doing On this Mm-hmm. It's gonna speed it up. It's gonna make it different. He's it's quarterback. Yeah, he did it. So it's been a team, without team even doing, player it. yeah, right team there. player more than quarterback. Because mm-hmm. Ali already quarterbacked by doing it for real. Mm-hmm. He set up. He set yeah, it he up. Set it up. You know what I'm saying, Belichick. So and I then like we that. um and then um and Nelly did it, and that was a ghost. And but the thing is, the biggest part about the biggest part about that song is it was a lunatic song, but it was two people on it. So your energy is more important than the actual physical form of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, why you get left out bad and bougie? Like, no, I did not get left out bad and bougie. That's how he felt. Like, no, that's my song too. Like, we eat, right. we are eating. Right. Like, what you mean I didn't get left out? You just didn't hear me. You know what I'm saying? Right. I want it. It wasn't just that one song or those couple of verses. That's all the prep, all the time you guys are spending in the studio together, yeah. developing mm-hmm. your style and the culture of the group together. It's a, it's like you said, it's a family thing. It's a group thing. Definitely, but us promoting and us moving, we moved in a unit of 20. So you never knew, but we also had coaching them know that we don't have 20 people on stage because now I don't know who is who. We always had that type of lessons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I like your clothes, but you look like the audience. We always had that type of coaching from Ali. So we started wearing fatigues and wallabies and didn't nobody know what it was until Wu Tang were like, so they see somebody else doing it. Mm-hmm. Like Ali, when I first met Ali, he had on a, he had a bald head, a big beard, a cut off flannel shirt with a t shirt under, some shorts, cut pants, cut into shorts with the shingles at them, some thick socks, and some Timberland boots. <laughs> so he had on Timberland boots and shorts, and he had a bald head and a beard. That alone was now. <laughs> That was 95, 94 or yeah. Like he had that on And everybody in the court Laughing at him Like Because no one else was do- Right I'm young Timberlands so, and shorts So Tony Our management All them friends Tony T-Love And Ali All them friends So I'm just a little oak I'm just in the back seat With them Get Gonna pick up my friend Ali He back home from Atlanta From school Cool He come out the house I'm hearing them talk about Like what the hell he got on Ball head You know people weren't doing that And he had her He had like a head full of her <laughs> Like he cut it off On purpose Like you know what I'm saying So it was dope And um 
Then he got in the car and split the blunt down the middle. We used to stuff him. He straight cut it down the middle. Like, what the hell he just do? Right, he was Introduction right there, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But when he was, everybody was talking about his clothes and how he looked, I accepted it. I loved it. I was mm-hmm. like, that's hard. It's different. And that was right there, new that we can connect. So I was, he was able to say, he was able to give me a go on certain things that I was iffy about. Like, should I wear a lime green shirt and pants? He like, go for it. Bet. <laughs> <laughs> and boots? Bet. Hat too? Yeah. Belt? Car? Bed? Everything Because the fashion Was a part of it For you mm-hmm. guys though It was a mm-hmm. part of The whole flow Yeah That's real Yeah man So guess going back A little bit Because you know We were You know We were talking About the song How you guys Kind of came to it um, One of the things That I was thinking About is like What is the Because I think You know Every region Every area Has got a Got a certain Sound A vibe to it What do you think Is the I guess the vibe and the elements that make up, you know, the lunatic songs, but more so maybe even Midwest music as a whole when we're talking about hip hop and things like that. It's it's kind of hard because hip hop is a uh, the Midwest. We we late, mm. but we get everything right. So we get a West Coast song, we get an LA song. I mean, we get an East Coast. We get, we get all of them. I get it late. Cause that region get it first, but it all so kind of merges together it. here. Like I have an argument with this guy over here has on a whole diggy suit. This guy over here has a whole fatigue suit. This guy over here got a whole pelly pale suit, and this guy right here has you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So we get it all. So we gumbo. So we gonna have a lot Mountain of pot. we like gonna it. have a we gonna have a lot of different sounds come out of here. It just depends on where the production coming from. Cause production leads you into certain mm-hmm. things. We just dealt with Je, who studied RZA. More than he studied somebody else, mm. Dr. Dre. You feel what I'm saying? Right. I remember Alex Henry saying that he was said he was always on Wu Tang. Jay Loved was it. always we had to on argue Wu-Tang. him and say his his response to saying no would be like RZA wouldn't do that. <laughs> He's a disciple. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> that's interesting. No, we using the sample. RZA wouldn't do that. Mm. <laughs> it was funny as hell all the time. That's what I mean by coaching him into it because he'll have it. In order for us to choose it, you had to make it. So we ain't saying you didn't have the talent. It's just the fact that what you think is what we liked ain't what we liked all the time. So if you got ten beats and you hit one, you like you at home like, oh wait till they hear this number three though, and everybody like, and then you go to number four, and then you go to number five. Hey, go back to number four. That one, mm-hmm. y'all like that one. <laughs> you made right. it. You know what I'm saying? So it's always good if you made it, but it's just about what we thinking about, what we what we what we like. Cause we like West Coast beats, but we like East Coast lyrics. Huh. Facts. Mm. But I love it all. I never heard anyone say it, say it like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? East Break Coast, it down. That East simple. Coast just felt like they cared about tricking you. What you mean by that? Like with the lyrics. Like you got to study it. Mm. That's tricking you. That's trick knowledge. Like you going so deep. Like what? To thee it be night, thee thereof, thee of thou eat. What? You could just say go upstairs. Why you say to me beneath it thou eat? That's the Bible. It's trickery. Now you can get many definitions out of it. So now the song lasts longer because I actually don't know. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. Like Biggie say, I cut your eyelid off and put salt on it. Pac say, shot you in your face. <laughs> That's real. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, you straight mm-hmm. to it. Like, boom. Straight to it. Him, I had to. Okay, D say okay. Wu Tang, mm-hmm. 
I'm that, back with the culture cipher. Right. They ain't had a 40 ounce the cold culture for. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's like the swordsmanship they would pride themselves on. It was almost like a competition on one up on who could be most lyrically dense Man, and I, complex. I just had a conversation with Ali this morning and I said, watching the saga, it made me say, go back. I said, I'm going back to my Wu Tang. What that means to us is, I don't care what you think, this hip hop. Mm hmm. I don't care what I said, how I said. I jumped off subject. I did this. I just went off that last word. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm walking, feet on the grass, smoked it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I went off the grass, I smoked it. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just going off the grass, barefooted. Oh, I got my hat on and I stepped on the stick. Nah, just go wherever your mind takes you to go. Hmm. If it's twelve, I don't give a fuck. If it's fourteen, so what? If it's six. Boys, fuck it. But that's how you get to something new. And right. that's why, like, the country grammar thing and the Midwest swing thing, that was new. That's why it blew up. No one had ever heard anything like that before. Wu-Tang They ain't seen, seen, too. Mm-hmm. Seen and heard. Yeah. Talk about the scene part, too. That's important. Seen. The combination of the two. Yeah, all that. Rams. The blue and gold. The rep your city. The decent-looking people all together. We're a decent bunch together that's jackson fight like we together like boom in sync boom we look like we rehearsed we look like we helping each other we looking like you know what i'm saying like that, that's where it's at and then with us being outside and being popular we carrying 100 people 100 100 100 100 like army every time oh you're saying 100 each right 100 each per member 100 100, 100 friends 100 friends 100 friends 100 friends it's a lot of influence you feel what i'm saying so we moving like that's like when wu-tang in the show when they when they do the concert at the Fever and he, they show up with literally all of Staten Island, got to. You get, you have to, like that's how that's the difference. <laughs> like that's what make it that's what make it like B two K ish and like it turned it to y'all gotta understand like people was fainting when they like they never seen us before. They was fainting in like regular club. That this not a big show. This is this is a promo run for a country grandma. <laughs> this is why this is why money was put behind us. They had us outside. They had put you in a van, 15-passenger van, with four or five groups. And y'all just go city to city and just going somewhere and just do a concert right now. It wasn't no promo for it. Nothing. Just say, concert. Boom. Move. Make a circle. <laughs> Seriously? Shit. Yeah. Damn. Yin Yang Twins. Us. Uh, a guy back in the day named uh, Miracle and Drama and some people from Atlanta. It was just different groups from Atlanta that was like they sent us out there to see who they finna put money behind. They're trying you guys out. Yeah. For sure. And, you and this is before the record. This is before Country Grammar. Right. Obviously. This and is this is when the record they they just now are putting it in like it's on BET. Mm-hmm. It's in rotation a little bit. Enough. So you heard the song, you heard that last song, but we gotta give you fifteen minutes. So you ain't heard the other two. So it's just like So us versus Yin Yang as far as like girls and stuff, like that was that's what it was all about back then. The look, the, the colors, the oh man, quit playing. We had jerseys on backwards and two hats on. And that was the shit, dude. <laughs> you know every, what, every, like, what Rams, Cardinals, everything, dude. Mm. So man, much, Cardinals owe us some money. So much there, man. <laughs> Nike owes you some money too. Nike definitely owes some money. Damn, I'm tired. Of, we got, don't worry about. It. We re- we revisiting. Yeah, right. We ain't, you can't say you didn't do it right. 
we just you just didn't know at the time because it wouldn't work if you'd be like I got a song before I put it out let's do a deal those no, don't work it's not as authentic it's not real speaking of authentic I heard you say before and this is back to the Wu-Tang comparison to the Lunatics mm-hmm. because Wu-Tang wanted to lead with Protect Your Neck the first single that they put out because they felt like that was the most them they wanted to keep to that rugged shit that they felt like was them Instead of leading with Ride With Me, which is what the record label wanted you guys to do, you led with Country Grammar. Yeah. It's can a you double, talk about that? It's a, it's a double meaning to what you said, and I can go even deeper. I understand what you're saying as far as the song pick, but what about the um, the choice for one person go instead of us go all together, and then you go? So what if Method Man would have went first? That's yeah. what I'm saying. He could have, yes. right? Yes. Right? Yeah. But it doesn't establish the group. So that's why I would look like Nelly put us out or, you know what I'm saying? That's why it feels the energy of that. But if we would have went first, then we would have known different things before he came out. We would have been established. He would have came. He could have been the same star, but everybody else would have been a, a different level too. They would have came and got us like that. But you did once. So once you do once, now we are his responsibility. When you go group, now I'm the label's responsibility. Got it. Now different labels will pick you up. Now let's go with the song. Of course, they're going to choose Rival Me because Rival Me sounds good in France. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you say it's got more international yeah, just overall appeal. like market it, appeal. It's a big appeal. But if you go there first, now we lose our umph in us. We only got so much grit in us. <laughs> you gonna take the uh, the main grunt song and if ain't give us ride on me, that's you gonna you shortening it. It might have been, oh yeah, you shorten it. It doesn't feel good to be on. Um, it feels better singing ride singing country grandma on stage than it do ride with me. Hmm. As far as your feeling of like you made the song, of course, but certain songs you make ain't the songs you love. Mm-hmm. That song you made and A and R heard it, and same way with the beats. <laughs> right. I made it, <laughs> so I ain't saying it ain't good. I'm just saying it's just like in this city right now. I'm glad that King of Dream didn't blow up on thick with it. It's almost like you know how long it took Lil Wayne to get out of wobbly 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 and saying he's the best rapper. You know what it took? You know how many raps it took for him to get into MC, the top MC. Because he had to fight that. Do you know what killed Cassidy? Because he had to fight the six in the morning. He had to fight it. Because I ain't who I wanted to be every day on stage. Because I know that ain't me. I'm really one punch in your face. So you you <laughs> define yourself by that first hit. Yeah. So if that doesn't come as Man. authentically you, you got to spend yeah, and, and you your tricked next everybody. couple records. And you tricked everybody like that's you. Now you got to do that record. It's tough. Now that's like, no, now that's y'all what everybody want to hear. That's what... That's tricky, man. What? That's tricky, dude. And you don't know it because if it blow up while you doing shit, you have you ain't tripping off. So it. then, who did that well? Was there any rapper you feel like they established their shit? Lil Wayne. Yeah. Shit, ain't many. It ain't many kids that made it and it's good when they grown too. Name them. That so longevity. Michael hard. Jackson and Stevie Wonder and name because Usher wasn't popping. He lost first. Trey Songz lost first. Chris Brown beat his way That's into the ground. Yeah. He if if hate to say it, but if he didn't have that fight with Rihanna, it it makes it it tarnishes him and it helped him with because he was at the edge of a grown woman saying, 
I do it to that little boy. That that boy, that little boy, better quit playing with me. To oh, he a man. That's deep that it take him to do like that physical error to say oh no, he a he, he a man. He grown, and that's what helped him. Boom, boom, because he the best artist in the world to me. So there's nobody like Chris Brown. There's nobody. There's nobody that would see if Chris Brown was here right now and seeing something that plug up and say we finna make a song. He don't care who you are. He gonna say let's make a song. He gonna say call my manager, get three hundred thousand from them, and then I do a song. That's why I look at the, look at the stuff he end up on. They can't pay for him. Mm. They can't afford him. Drake mm. the same way a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You, y'all can't afford him. The Migos the first time couldn't afford him. Little Baby the first time couldn't afford him. I can keep going. A lot of people couldn't afford him. That's him wanting to do that. Jay Z has to want to do that Kendrick Lamar song. Mm. Nelly has to want to do racks on racks on racks. You know what I'm saying? That's cool. So that's those guys staying open and staying artists and staying like loving you have making hip hop. You have to do that. The best you have to you have to work and you have to understand perception, man. Like Lil Wayne did a million mixtapes, all gangster, and then he came out with Lollipop. That's true. Drake could do a whole singing album and then get on your record and do the bop. Yeah. He doing that right now. So you got to spread it. So yeah. so that same way. So that, that same way opposite. So if Nelly is doing a ride with me, then he got to go say, that song going to be whole. I need to get on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, that- because if you're not creating it, artists right now can't even get on the radio if they big. You have to have a little guy with you. Quote unquote little guy. I'm just saying little guy. Little guy mean you gotta have a, a little baby or a a dirk on it or um somebody on it that's popping <laughs> right now. It's crazy. Yeah. If you a T I if you a and two chains just not going through it right now. Where and it ain't that don't mean you don't do good music. It means that the person that's controlling music, they have an opinion now. Cause you've been so good and so I'm a fan of you, so now I want you to come like this. Oh, he ain't come like that. Oh, like, what? We're not gonna play. Let the world say that. Why are you the judge of how I'm coming? Mm. Mm-hmm. Tricky. Man. You're not even that cool. That's tricky. Yes, and that gets into a conversation of control and where I guess where the access points of you know for man. people to get into the game is. And we were just talking about that earlier, but you know I guess in you know in 2021 where is you know where are those opportunities at and how like what how do i guess in your sense like how would you even navigate that you know if i guess if you had to say if the lunatics was you know young you know in 2021 how would you even work it you know work in this space i can't even tell you bro i'm glad i'm here i'm glad we built our we established ourselves well let me ask about that so like it was harder when we was there nelly comes out first easier too Nelly comes out first with the Country Grammar record. But, you you know, there was features on there, right? Or, like, Batter Up, you know, um, Steal the Show. You know, you guys got the chance to hop on some tracks. But then Free City comes out, and now this is, like, boom for you guys, I'm sure, right? I mean, this is kind of your chance to showcase the group. So talk to me about that transition where, like, you blow up. Shit's crazy. You guys are big. And now it's time to get back in the studio and show everybody who, like, the lunatics as a group are. Yeah, we man, we be ready for that type of shit. Like we, yeah, I realized we did Country Grammar album in a week and a half. What? Damn, it's five of us. But it's like you heard one, but it's five of us. Yeah, but it's like a for weekend, sure, for sure. But it's a to week point. For but sure. it's like also to a week and a half. But all those other songs that you all were making up to that point as well too. Yeah, we man, you, you was ready for it. We were so. 
Like right now I know we're recording Thanksgiving for a, for a week or something, right? I know this already. So the producer know too, so he'll send a beat out. He'll send a beat out. Somebody will come up with a tight hook. Oh, he needs a hook and a verse. Hook and the verse to see where you're going with it. Everything else easy. Like now you got one, you got one, you got one. That's three songs right there. Today. So if somebody writes the hook and the first verse and then they and send that out. Then Man. you can take your cues as a writer off that and write what you yeah. need to write. I mean, you're not even you're not even on, you might not even get it. We might we might end up at the studio and then he'll play what he did to something, and it's already cadenced. It's already there. So are you doing adding your two verses? That's why I think. That's why I, I don't want to say this because we a group too, but groups mess up when they do. The way they do solo albums, if they already established as a group first, because they. Go by themselves. They don't bring a couple a couple guys with them. They supposed to bring the same people with them that yeah. did the group. You are successful. So let's just say Migos. Let's just say if Migos came out as a group, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, we know. Okay, Quay won't gonna go first. Cool. But when he go, his mind frame is I'm a, the reason why you go by yourself is because I didn't really like all these beats or the um. The content that we were talking about mm-hmm. was groupy, was group. Now want I want to talk about this. I want to talk about saving lives. You know what I'm saying? Something totally different, right? Something you want totally creative different. Direction of where you creative going. direction. That's what your solo album supposed to be. But I still want my friends on it with me, right? Just do what I say this time. That's what your solo album supposed to be. Is my solo album because, like, if you listen to Murphy album, I got a solo song on. Well, it's not a solo song, but I got a single on here called "Talk That Shit Time." It's featuring Ali and featuring Murph. But I said that beat was tight. I did the hook in what I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I did the first verse. <laughs> My song. Mm-hmm. That's it. That was just that easy. Now, if I do a whole album of that, because I do different things every day, so I'm into different things. If Ali's going to watch art, going to soccer games, going to that, what is hook going to be about? That. Hip-hop is your way of life. Mm. Right? Murph do something He gonna say he doing this This is what he on He on black power He on this He on that Cool that's what you on Me I'm on fashion I'm on this So my hood's gonna have More clothes in it More of this I'm stopping by the mall I'm bringing up You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm describe What I'm wearing Just like the STL you know song <laughs> When you opened up I was like It was talking about Exactly yeah. what you that's was me. doing That's me right. Yes good point You know what I'm yes. saying That's good me that's I was right. listening to that As I was coming in today right. And I was just like STL small We still do it all mm-hmm. Hit the mall Drink it all We always gonna smoke it all Get hit, we shake it off at the club. Yelling, take it off. My success is taking off. I'm always working, never, never taking off. off. I like done that, did that. Who heard? I didn't hit that. Can't be tripping off them rats. I ain't really with that. Makes me want to sit back, relax, and think back to when I used to click clack. Makes me angry when I flash back. Mo, you should get back. I mean this. Hang with the meanness. Remain the cleanness. I always smoke the stainless greenness. You've seen this like reruns. I pop and lock like rerun. St. Louis is where we from. You ain't never heard that we run. Yes. You know what I'm saying? That's yes. poetry. Yes. I it love is. they put you on the first verse of that. That's poetry. Bot album. That's I love peace. that. That's I peace. love that verse. Because I write poetry a lot. So when that beat was open, and that's that gave me freedom. Because I don't even like beats. I just like talking. I just like spreading my news mm-hmm. for the day. You know what I'm saying? I heard you say in a previous interview, like, you write. Like, you write so much. Is that true? And can you talk mm-hmm. about that? Like, you're just always writing. I, I'm always writing something. Mm-hmm. Today may not have been a rap. Today may have been a script. 
some bones to a script. Um, today might be a poem. Mm-hmm. I don't force rap. I write in chunks. Like you see me a beat, I'm finna write to it. See me a beat, I'm write to it. See me a beat, write to it. I don't get up thinking rap. I get up thinking about Murph. <laughs> For real, I go up thinking about Murph. So. Now I'm getting pushed into clothes. I've been pushed for 25,000 years into clothes, and I always fight it. I don't know what's wrong with me. I be fighting it like, psh, psh, psh. but now it's like, man, why am I missing my calling on what, what I do? Mm-hmm. But it takes a lot of time out of you. So me losing my time, because right now in life on the Wu-Tang, I'm Riz's brother. Devon. That's who I am right now. Mm-hmm. But I rap too, so I'm kind of like. Mac Main with Lou ain't them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Baby or something like You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like that. So I do a lot of business stuff too. But it's hard. If I'm going to concentrate on this, I'm losing on this. That's just hot. That's just real because I go all out. So when did you find that? I guess because like what it sounds like to me is like it's just an expansion of your art practice. Like it was, it's you know, it's more than just this one lane of hip hop and mm-hmm. rap. But people know you, really know you for it. Mm-hmm. So like, when did that happen? Was that like when you were still you know with the group and things like that? Has this always been a thing for you to really be expanding on just these different areas, whether it be writing scripts and things like that? Definitely. Nice. I, That's I was, what's up. I was, like I directed some of my videos and everything. My name just ain't on there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, nah, 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 nah. I helped direct that. I directed Murph Love Me, Baby. I directed, um, I directed a couple things, bro. Because I'm into writing, like, what we need to, how we need to think, what we need to be seen as. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's all come, It all stems from creativity and marketing. Mm-hmm. It seems like and you're really me. big on the business the vision, side of it. Visionary. You know what I mean? Marketing. Yeah. Just, that's, that leads to that. Because mm-hmm. marketing is trying to sell something, so at the end, I didn't know what the equal sign is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I'm into different avenues of what would make it easy for the customer and easy for us at the same time. Mm-hmm. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like what would make it easy? So if I, a lot of times people, while people is doing a venue and they might be charging fifty dollars, and I know it's a, it's people ain't got it right now. I'll just get a bigger venue and say ten dollars. Matter of fact, everybody gave me three dollars and fourteen cents. We Missouri, baby, come on out. Boo, 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 boo. Three dollars fourteen cents. Three dollars fourteen cents. Everybody come because I I get the ten thousand for three dollars to get my thirty. This might be a instead dump. of getting a thousand for thirty, I go get the ten thousand because now them they finna spread the word even deeper, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. You know what I'm saying? That's all of you right there. But uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it just depends on what time it is. I just can see, man. It's it's just. I don't know. I'm just doing the math now. I was going through it. I was just doing it, doing stuff. Now, I can see. Oh, I was doing that, and that right that led to that. That's that right there. But like mm-hmm. scripts, that's my love, love. Mm-hmm. Movies. Movies is my love, love, and I'm going to start from the bottom, which is kind of hard for us to do because of perception. But I need to, and the way I came up with starting from the bottom, where people on trip off of it, is I'm in. Um, I'm dealing with the community. I'm dealing with the inner city kids, right? When does a 15 year old kid that wear Jordans know he's a? When can he um, know that he's an actor? He can know he can rap. He know he can do a lot of things, dance, all that. When do you know he can act though? So Where do you get to practice it? It's a really good point, right? He's definitely not doing Romeo and Juliet. No. But he can watch Power and see Tariq, and mm-hmm. he wouldn't mind being that. Snowfall. Right, but how I'm gonna get to that, right? 
They they went through that. <laughs> they went through Romeo and Juliet, a lot of them. But how are you gonna do it? Like so now we have to create those um those habitats for these kids just to be like, Oh, I'm I wanna be involved in that. I didn't know I could act. Thanks, King Wine, for the opportunity. Yo. You know what I'm saying? Now it's even for you, like say, Okay, boom, I I ain't no kid, but mm-hmm. hey, no, I got you right here, you're gonna be this person. You're gonna be a police officer. You're gonna be this. Try out for that. You might not get it, but now I need okay, well I just need you here because I need a thousand people in this place to shoot this part. You know what I'm saying? So we involving kids because what they need to know is that it's twenty people behind that one person you love that's making them look good or sound good. You know what I'm saying? So this is important. This mic is important. Sound is important. Lights is important. Marketing is important. Mark- marketing is important. Uh, uh, <laughs> PR entertainment, is important. Entertainment, <laughs> PR, entertainment lawyer. All these parts are entertainment. It just has to be the same, the person that's right there that you see. Because that lowers your percentage. If you go to a neighborhood with big houses, it's only one house that got it from entertainment. Got it from being the person. Your neighbor got a house just like you. They don't even do what you do. So it's other stuff out here to get money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But if I'm able to create films... That's actually At the same time I'm giving that option To be that But now I'm teaching Now I'm teaching Decision making skills Inner city Decision making skills You know what I'm saying Like My first one is called Hustling on accident That 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 girl that's in high school That everybody like That nobody can talk to That talks to that older guy That come pick her up In that car In that truck It's about that manipulation About her receiving A bag of drugs And saying Well it ain't mine all right, <laughs> that ain't what he said. Who saw you get it? And that ain't what the police said when you got it. So we gonna figure it out at the end. So you hustling on accident. You feel me? But these are short stories, and they're it's almost like Law and Order, right? But we taking stories from us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Real stories from us. Like, nah, this what happened to me. I remember my cousin stole a car, him and his friend, and they split up. And then he jumped out the car, and then he fell, and the steering wheel wheel through his chest, and. Now we're going to do a stealing car series to show inner city, to show us how it looks, right? We see drugs. We see Dylan. Then they'd be like, you should be a doctor. <laughs> Where he at? He ain't on King's Highway. I don't see him. You tell me, be, no, because they're going to skip us. They, it's taught to skip us. We doing so good. You will skip us. You will rather stick to the script and talk about Martin Luther King. You're not finna talk about us. You ain't even talk about me. You ain't finna go to UCD High and have a class about me. You've been talking about Abraham Lincoln. You've been talking about mystery. That's mystery to them. They ain't finna hear that. Let me come in there and say, nah, hey, I own a construction company. Hey, I own a trucking company. Hey, I take an Amazon route. Hey, this how you turn are you good at clothes? You good at drawing? You just turn them like that. You should you should get with him and y'all should do an NFT. Or you should do this. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's where we need to be at. So with this whole story, like right now I'm doing spirit work for schools right now. Because we losing money because everybody designing the clothes ain't hip. So you got somebody sixty five years old designing the clothes for them. They not finna run home and say, Mama, give me thirty five dollars so I can get this sweatshirt. So I can get this U City sweatshirt or this Ladoo sweatshirt or this Normandy sweatshirt or this Nah, but look. Sweatshirt, man, it's twenty five dollars missing. Every time you sell one, that can go to the programs in the school. Mm-hmm. And I got y'all looking good. Now you spreading the knowledge. See, we got five different fashion designers inside of U City. They got their own clothing line. They're spreading U City love. That's how we stay alive. Mm-hmm. 
it's like you're recreating the pride as well too for exactly these different places. because the kids don't have it because they're doing what i said they're going to different school they finna go to different school in two more years mm-hmm. they don't care about that they ain't like the people that go to the v be like i'm from the v what you talking about it's harder to say i'm from shamanai they don't be standing on there unless they they don't stand on there what's a school scholarship because it don't mean nothing to them like that they don't care they trying to get through something mm-hmm. you feel what i'm saying but if i can get the adults <laughs> to treat like that and if because if i go ask the adult for 25 dollars to get back to school we finna fight but if i say hey it's a live band over here it's 50 dollars get in a piece bet me and my wife come in okay take the profit margin get back to the kids done pay the band yeah circulating it smart in the that's where i'm at so i'm doing i'm doing a lot of schools i finna do i finna get it going and i'm picking different people ambassadors from different places like slow down out the group he's from wellston so mm-hmm. you're an ambassador for wellston boom you sell a shirt every shirt you sell i'm gonna give you ten dollars see you, you see what i'm saying you now, can t- now you working you can tell who, who people run with like in the sense of how you talking about this your story overall and then like when we talk to big al it's just like mm-hmm. you can tell but then also the overlap i know you were thinking this when he was talking about the movies and like a film studio david da- kirkman, david kirkman who we yeah. interviewed you know and yeah. he was talking about that being able to come back here start a studio you know where we can have local actors local jobs and like start shooting film mm-hmm. here and that's another creative so, i don't know if you know him or no, i don't so that's what y'all for yeah that's why y'all got in it. You know what I'm saying? Y'all supposed to be like, dang, in June we interviewed him and then I'm going to link him with him. Yeah. David Kirkman, he did that. Um, he, he did the independent film um, for Static. Okay. Um, he did Static. He did Hardware. He did a few of them. Noble. Um, and he's got he's here right now um, doing some new work for his movie Underneath. Okay. So he's he's been doing the thing. Um, so for shout sure. out to David. But one of the things I also wanted to go back to is when you're talking about like setting up these opportunities for youth and things like that. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting to me how you talked about like in your youth, you were kind of like waiting, hesitant and waiting to see how it was going to fold out. And then Goldie would be the one that would take the risk. And then that's how you would learn from it. Yeah. Well, he would take the risk on what he, oh. <laughs> on, on certain things that I wouldn't do. Right. I, I, I'm still a, every leader is a follower. Mm-hmm. You just have to follow the right leader. Right. You have to follow like, this is stupid. Right. Mm. Cause why hire you if I can't follow you? True. I don't know how to do what you do. That's the point of hiring somebody. I thought I was, I was supposed to know enough to know I'm paying you the right way, <laughs> and know when I ask you something, I know it take two days or twenty. But I'm just saying, like for real, that's, that's what you specialize in. Cause we don't keep getting C's instead of getting A's. We got to delegate mm. and help. You know what I'm saying? Right. We delegate and help. I give you if you say you got something that's near my idea, I give you all my information. Like boy, it's two of us. Woo! I couldn't wait to get this off my here. <laughs> Take all this. You know I what I'm saying? Run. Right. You gonna run with it? I trust that you gonna run with. You gonna run with bed? You gonna wake up every day thinking about that? Cause I'm I got other things to think about. But I'm creative. So when you get back, get stuck again, I got you. It's back to having an army. No one person can do everything. That's all mm-hmm. I'm saying. And yeah. it, it, it ain't five lunatics. It's like 25 of us for real. And that's and I think that's mamas and everything. To. That's what it goes to, though. It's like it's creating that opportunity, like allowing somebody to step out of that, you know, to step out of that comfort zone, try right. something new, find yeah. that passion. Yeah. So that's what's up. Talk about this new album, man. Second time around, baby. Let's go. How you feel about it? Man, I think that's the best album. That that's we what's do. up, man. So is this? A, is it? How are you guys? Who's the artist? Is it? Is it? Is Murph leading it? Is it a Lunatics? This is a Murphy. 
Lee project. I'm proud of him, man. I'm very proud of him. He really Kanye this shit. I'm I'm glad he's putting out an album, man. I because I was looking back through Spotify and I was like, dang, like he's been he's been putting stuff out, but it's he's like been putting a stuff out. Everyone must know the word independent is not just because you have an LLC when you're dealing with music. The point of independence is to say that you are just say you spend your own money. That's different than saying independent, right? Independent is when you're doing exactly doing a lot of the things that the label was doing it, but you're doing it. Not just paying for your studio time. All of it, PR, all that radio promoters. You're literally running all promoter. the aspects of the business. Yes, you see what I'm saying? Marketing plans, etc. Business plans. So, I just think all that was practice for now. Country Grammar was 20 years. Y'all got 20 years of our life in Country Grammar. The first 20 years of our life. Now you got the second 20 with this. The grown part. Yeah. The, uh, the, um, it feels better mopping floors when it's yours type of words. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like real. teaching. You know what I'm saying? The grown. Like it's okay to have a girl. It's okay to have a queen. It's okay to have a wife. It's okay to bring her with you. Ain't no sand to the beach. You should love her. You should know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? We have to build with that because structure, I don't even like doing business with a person that don't have a woman. Anything can happen to you. You ain't going home at night and shit. Like, what? I can't call her and say where he at? No. And that's not something like Kiwan in 99 would have been saying right it's like that's reflective of that growth and that wisdom that you guys have now that you can now put back into the art right but at least back then you at least fake it good <laughs> you know what I'm saying like you at least fake it yeah you gonna skip out sometimes but you at least know that's his that's his rock right there yeah she do everything for him I'll see I saw it she cooked for all of us she did this she didn't mind us being loud at two in the morning. She got to be at work at six. You know what I'm saying? Like all that shit matters. Hmm. So definitely at least fake it. But now dealing with it, real dealing with it, and really know what that shit mean. Like we definitely always grew up with bros before girls type vibes. But if you treat your girl like your bro, you won't hurt them. <laughs> Just that simple. Yeah, it's true. You know, with something going wrong, say Murph, something going wrong. When you don't like her, hey, I don't like you that much. We shouldn't be together. We ain't gonna work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, why, why linger on? We only got one of these lives. You know what I'm saying? We only got one life, man. That's real. That's real crack. So I'm big on. So you see me as more of that. You see me as like I'm the youngest of the group. So a lot of times I spend my time raising my hand. Mm-hmm. You could be the smartest in one room, and the other room you like. Hey y'all! No, that's good though. That's good. That's a, it's you know always a good place to be in. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Okay. Either you listen or you're not. I got the information though. I got it, and I heard yours. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I heard yours. Mm-hmm. That's how I got to hear. That's how I got to add it to mine. Mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you. You know what I'm saying? With that right there, man. Watch this second time around. Watch this move. I can't wait, man. I cannot because you got Watch the CDs here. I oh, can't yeah. wait to play that shit on the way home. But tell Definitely. me about it, man. What's the name of the record? Like, what's the going time, on? Second on this? time around. Um, his first single is called Second Time Around. 
and it's featuring the Hamiltons, which is um, they did a lot of backup with uh, Anthony Hamilton, mm-hmm. Beyonce, things of that nature. And they just caught the vibe. They from Charlotte, and they caught the vibe of that. Second time around, spilling all the guts. It's it's telling everything. It's telling like we was famous and broke. You know what I'm saying? It's going there. It ain't playing like. It's telling everything, bad business moves and all that, like, and the good parts. Mm-hmm. So let's just start the album off with that, you know what I mean? And it ends the album out with tribute to every to everybody we look up to. So it's it's really it's country grammar to to me. It's like a second country grammar. That's dope, you know what I mean? Awesome. For real, if you look at it, he just really going into deep into depth into everything. You got to like this strip club song. It's called uh, Pink Slip Vibes. He got the song called 93 Riverfront Flow. Yo, nice. You feel what I'm saying? He got this song about his wife called She Her. Like she is. And then he got a song called Star in Me. Just break down Star in Me, though. The Star in Me. Boom. You feel me? So we here with that. Then we got my song, Talk That Shit Time. Walk, like big time. <laughs> Walk out the bank like big time. This, that, talk that shit time. Smoke JJ's good time. She dynamite, hood fine. Get yours, got mine. 42, shot time. Rap something, pot time. Yeah, yeah, I got time. You know what I'm saying? Man, we got some hits on there, bro. Damn, I can't wait. He got tribute from the fans. He got a song. Oh, man, this one he did for the. Wait till y'all see these visuals, man. Did you direct the visuals? Uh, I helped with some of them, but Murph had a lot of power on this, man. I loved it. And uh, my cousin Junebug and uh, Ryan Givens. There's another director and that helped out. You know what I'm saying? So then you can you can scan that on the back. Boom, go there. Anybody who want it right now, you can go to store dot com. Grab that thing for ten dollars. The album is not on um all sites, but there are three singles on site. There is uh Love, there's uh Second Time Around, there's Talk That Shit Time, and there's Starring Me. Mm. And then we're gonna put them out like every Every month We're gonna put another one out So by the time it gets to April The album will be Fully complete Just in case Cause we doing a lot of things That you don't know What can happen <laughs> Might end up NFT You know what I'm saying You just gotta you keep still it open work, still Because cause, your song, Cause whatever you put out Is gone after I'm you bu- put it out I'm buying the NFT shit It's gone after you put it out Think about the best albums They gone You got two weeks I don't care how long You worked on it You got two weeks in my mind And it's gone Unless a single is popping Like Drake's If Kanye don't do Drink Champs It's album over such a good point. It's over. I don't care how good it is. Nas, I'm over. Comment albums just dropped. It's over. I mean, some of the real fans, they'll still love it, go back and listen to it, but as far but as But it's so much come out, you're not going play. back because you didn't unwrap this. Yeah. And there's too much new shit. You put no money shit. on it. There's too much new shit. That, that That's $7.99. Y'all paying for $8.99 a month. Y'all paying for them people. Man. I'm, I'm trying to think of Them like, people don't give us none of that. I'm trying to think of an album where I'm like, yeah, I'm listening to that. Yeah. And it's like, but it's true though. Like, Man, T.I. had one of the best albums that he put out this year. Came and went. And I love it. So much new music. Because I'm thinking though. of like the so last hard copy album I probably got was when I was young was, um, I think I, uh, it was Kanye West Graduation Day. Exactly. And it's like, and I still listen to that. <laughs> yeah, they pushed us away from, they pushed, they pushed, <laughs> that's crazy. They pushed, they pushed us away from hard copies because you got, us tired of lugging it. You got um, science saying we can do better, and then you got manufacturers. You got people who spending money on manufacturing them CDs. Cause now I got put forty of them in each store in the world. Hundred percent. How much money I got put in? I hope you make it. 
Instead, push the button. Just like money. Mm-hmm. You don't, man. They they telling you got paid. But those so those margins <laughs> they are set fat. The, they set the number to your bank account. Those margins are fat. Then you take that number and you give it to the other people with numbers. Yeah. Let Oprah go ask for her money out in cash. These numbers we playing with. Stop playing like it's money getting missing. No, ain't nobody got no cash. Come on, man. Drug dealers doing cash app. Ain't nobody got no. Ain't no man. Stop. It's numbers. We playing with numbers. That shit ain't real. That's really true. But you would think because the the margins are fat on streaming, like the artists could get be taking some more of that. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. In a just world, the artists would be getting paid more. That's why you're bringing up the NFTs. But, but then, yeah, but the, that's gonna work. That's gonna be the shit. But yes. the thing is, it's perception. So if I tell you, yeah, albums is for sale, but right here next to it, I can get it for free. Everybody going to the free. They gonna tell you. Everybody going to the free. Not wrong. Like damn. Okay, now you getting three million people to come for the free. To me, that ain't no money. But to them, they going to Coca Cola, going to everybody else, saying, "Hey, advertisement like three people come over here. Let me get that banner." Yeah. Boom. Yeah. You ain't getting it. Yeah. For sure. So they getting so, money because it because if it wasn't no money in music business, music they quit. So then how are you guys Approaching it Second time around On the business Second time side? around You can go on store.newmurf.com And you can buy the album mm-hmm. We're setting up We're doing bundles We're setting up bundles Right now So you might get a t-shirt And the album For $25 You might get a hoodie And this for 50 You might get The, the, the vinyl And this You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. So we just setting it up As, as, as like Murph packs In two, two more seconds We just getting Everything right Hmm. But for now, shoot, I put these mugs in barbershops. I dropped 10 of these off, 10 of them hard copies off, put it right there on my favorite barber. I'll be back. Done. Selling for 10, give me seven. And you guys control more of it, right? I mean, more of the, yeah. the revenue is re- going rather, to you. I'd rather sell 20,000 copies than to get 3 million streams. Yeah. Any day. Because what would you do with 200,000 on yourself to make yourself bigger? Yeah. True. No, that's cool, man. That's an interesting way to think about it. I mean, you almost think about making it now or doing it right as like getting some big deal or like blowing up on social media and going viral and like selling a million mm-hmm. copies or at least like or like when you guys got started, it was like selling a million CDs. Mm-hmm. Like that was the move. But yeah. you're saying even then, man, the way these deals are structured. You get 85 cent off that. Ooh. And then you got to break that down to everybody on it. That's a lot of folk. That's Dang. why you don't count on that money. You count on Concerts sales or for promoters to say that many people like him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now what would happen? Like what would happen? I know COVID times are weird, but like mm-hmm. if the lunatics had a show at the dome or some shit, like I'm talking a huge show in St. Louis, the new record plus like all the classics. Like, can we make that happen, please? Can we blow this up? Cause you know, you would sell Tens of thousands of tickets on that. That shit would right. be hot. They, did, they uh-huh. did the millennium. <laughs> Dude, I was at a show. I was at a show. Oh, man. It was a Lunatics was concert crazy. downtown. When was this, Kiwan? It was outside. 35,000, 40,000. Dude, 40, it was lit. It was lit. But it must have been 10 years ago. But it was the shit, man. All you guys were there. It was so fun. I'm like, dude. Yep, that was cracking. Can we yeah, do it that? Was, it was free. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to get the. I'm just trying to. I ain't gonna say when I be saying something like I'm trying to get the group. It ain't like it was no meeting and nothing. This just me saying it. That's just the way I said it. But um, 
because perception is everything. If I just say that, leave it open. No. Yeah. So I'm saying I just want to get everybody vibe on saying, why can't we do that ourselves? Mm-hmm. Yes. Why wait on somebody to bring us a million dollars? Exactly, dude. And and Saint, the thing is, doing it in St. Louis, in St. Louis, like St. Louis will support you on that. Right. What? You know what yeah. I mean? I don't know. Something I just thought about too. You was talking about the NFT, and you said, "Oh my bad." Okay. Um, you said um, something about how that will change. Um, you said something about. I guess you made made a comment too about it, you know that's going to change stuff. Do yeah. you see like? Do you see music albums coming out through NFTs? Yeah. Like the whole I like if you got if you want the album like <laughs> bump the streaming you just, you got to go buy <laughs> you got to buy one of however many copies we got yes and then they gonna sell and you get thirty percent of that keep going every time that's how you got to do it that's so much better that cuts out and the middleman and then you open it up for somebody who don't like you and they'll keep different but, than buying your album because they might not even know who that is mm-hmm. like you don't know that artist that painted that right <laughs> you just know it costs a lot right. You don't have to love it. You don't have to love it. It's collecting. To get it. Right. Because you're really trying to sell it. Right. But then Imagine if Wu-Tang would have did. Really, they was the first. Almost. They was halfway NFT. They was right there. With the one with, record with, they produced? With produce? that one record. Genius. Now, if he would have did that, then sold copies. Oh, man. And what did it sell for? Two million or some shit. It was a lot. Man. And his, and his one person arch, bought it. His arch enemy bought it. The RZA's arch. What's that dude's name? I don't know. It's his arch enemy who bought it. And then had to sell it recently. Crazy shit. Because he got in trouble. Yeah. But I mean, I think that just opens up a totally, totally new door, like in the sense of control and being able to, to an extent. Mm-hmm. It's, baseball, it's baseball cards. It's collecting baseball cards. That's all it really is digitally. Yeah. Because it's, it's going to be a thing where it's like, you're going to be able to pull up your NFTs and be like, oh, you got such and such mm-hmm. album? Yeah, you ain't got Oh, uh, you ain't got the limited edition one, though. Mm-hmm. And then meanwhile, Kiwan's royalties <laughs> are programmed in mm-hmm. by computer code for all time that can never be fucked with ever 30 percent every time it buys and sells for a hundred years tory lanes to your, baby to your grandchildren tory lanes that's what's up yo tory lanes i'm excited for kill it. it i'm excited for they it they try to stop that boy tory lanes killing them sold a million in minutes then he's steady sell nice it's like at 50 or 60 thousand per you getting thirty percent of sixty thousand. Changing the Ooh. game. It's delightful. <laughs> Sit back and do what? Come on, right. man. It's gotta, all about it. Got to get in the NFT world some more because it's all some about stuff it. happening. Oh, Facts. for sure, man. For sure. It's all about peace, man. Please educate all children every day. Love That's that. what it is, man. It's all about having a key wonderful moment, and we gonna respect it. It's coming soon. For sure. Well, I'm glad you all are having this second time around and being able to do it your way. Mm-hmm. Um, to be able to take advantage of all the time and the talent and the effort that you all put in over so many years, and now to see the you know the fruits bearing again is really exciting. Yeah, man. We definitely gotta get that uh, get a lunatic show all together, man. That'll be at the arch, dude. Under the arch in the summertime. <laughs> are you kidding me, dude? Are you, you. kidding me? <laughs> Fifty thousand. It'd be like when the Blues won the Stanley Cup, when, for and real. they did their Shoot. parade. That's they did what it that on, shit. Would if be they like. did it on the arch, that grass would be trampled. There would be no grass. Dude, let's go, <laughs> baby. Let's go. <laughs> be hot. And I'm like, no, let's Bro, move it to like, the fairground. They'd be park. laying all new grass down. <laughs> <laughs> How's fairground looking? Yeah. <laughs> what about old Fallon? Now that would be. I mean, shoot. Now we should bring it back old school and Forest Park that mud. Yes. Hundred percent. You know, Forest Park is like the second biggest part. Mm-hmm. No, it 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 is. Or the 
It is bigger than um. It's bigger than the one in. It's bigger than the central. New York. Yeah. It's bigger than the central. With more functional stuff and stuff too. So. <laughs> it's tight. Yeah, central. Got a lot of history. A lot of history in uh. Have y'all been out to the uh to the uh museum, the music museum thing, in Forest Park? Music museum. Yeah, we in there. The history museum. It's like eighty-eight. Oh, point. the yeah. Go down there and check it out. Same I, history museum. I, I need, tribute down there. That's what's up. I need to check that out. For real. I need to check it out. It's dope. When I see it, you know they say it. You be like, all right. Yeah. right. They be like tribute. You be like, I hear. We went down there and saw it. it was like, ooh, oh, okay. Mm. Y'all did y'all thing. Real quick. Tina Turner, all that. Like it's crazy. Real quick though, um, you know, just as we're kind of talking about music and things like that, any current music or new artists that you listening to, where you you really like what's coming out of here in St. Louis? Yes. Um, I always get like the question of like, who you think got a chance? <laughs> like, well, type it's shit. less it's less about that, but more so of like you yeah. know what you what you liking right now. <sighs> Murphy Lee. Uh, I like I like Keem I like Tef Poe I like um, Fresco Kane I like JR I like I like Rucker for a lot of other a lot of different reasons Rucker Puff Zeus Rebel um, It's a couple Man St. Louis got a lot of people bro I've just got on um, It's a guy um, I like Trey I mm-hmm. like um, What is it like Ryan Trey I just got like back that? on uh, Trey T-R-E-S mm-hmm. I like um, Geo Davis I like Potsy I like Um Man, we got some people, bro. We got a gang of people, bro. That's we got why like sixty some people. That's why that I can name, and now I know we got hundred and fifty. That you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Like for real. Like that's why the I really want to do something. I really want to. I'm gonna do something. Shmino. That's, that's why the Smino definitely. Smino. You got J Baby. You got. That's what I'm saying. It's different categories of life. Mm-hmm. So, I guess to add to that, then how do we like? Because we've had this conversation before about you know like the level of talent that's here in St. Louis. You know what's holding St. Louis back from being like that that place where people are coming for music um, and right the down, musical talent. Right down, see, I just named the artists. Mm-hmm. Right down the business people. Kiwan. I need some capital. Hmm. <laughs> you got some capital. Well, I'm just thinking about. Okay, so <laughs> right, you got so, so now, now I, I I had this one idea. I want to do a St. Louis label for real. I was like, man, what if we, what if we do a St. Louis label, right? We pick who's gonna be the executives, mm-hmm. and then let the community choose who the first artist is, right? I'm gonna pick my one artist, and then the community pick their one artist. Oh, right. I'm going with Murph, one artist, and then y'all pick one, y'all artist. So we are already be invested mentally into that artist for real. It would be 40,000, 50,000. Just imagine if 50,000 people gave $100. Yeah. Yeah, that's doable. So how much money would you need to do something like that? To do two artists? Sure. And make it look good? Probably about... Like doing it right. Doing it right? Probably about a, a half a minute. A, a, a half a meal. A half a meal would bring two and a half... 
three or four artists good and Murph is kind of already a person so when, so when somebody get see it and they be like okay it's a little less work yeah we just gotta make them look good when they when they see them gotta make them look good and sound good <clears throat> but yeah man well we can we can start with 200 cause I know how to throw events to make <laughs> the other money but um, mm-hmm. you know so opportunity and capital yeah but I don't wanna that's the grind part mm-hmm. yeah if somebody finna give me something and say it about a half ticket yeah. that'll make it that'll make us comfortable and be able to do different things and raise money in different areas including clothes and including like even even a student even an environment building an environment where we are able to shoot videos and able to music run environment the, yeah you, you gotta be a wholesaler to the other people at the same time mm-hmm. to keep the lights like, on yeah. like everybody like you gonna own a clothing store I'll open a warehouse that provides blanks for other creators to put on because that's what we missing. That's infrastructure. You got a line, you can come to my store too. You got a line, you can come to my store too. Yours ain't working, you got to leave. Like Yours, come on. You, you got a month. You gonna market that your stuff is in the store, right? Cool. That's what I learned about retail. So at music taught me. So I done had two wines, air freshener. I do me, I do medical cards. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I sign. Man, I got all type of stuff going. So retail is retail. When you go to a marketing school. Or a marketing class They don't teach you One business It's a business class They don't say rap Or they don't say Coca-Cola They say You know what I'm saying So it's just a difference In the whole thing Of marketing Marketing is marketing mm-hmm. So I sell the dope Yo we need to have This festival With the lunatics Headline And under the arch And then all these Other artists You just mentioned Like as a part of that too, man. Like, could you imagine that? Like a festival like that, and nah, so definitely. many, so many people will come out to see the lunatics, and then also see these young up and comers, and that's just like cultivating that ecosystem. Which is like Alex Henry was most definitely talking about that. David Kirkman was most definitely talking about that. But um, that's cool, man. The people want to see that. The people will want to see that. Text me, <laughs> my baby. Nah, the people need to see it because you got to see that the mission of the growth of everybody. That's why I think I'm gonna do a like a series or something at the park across from Fox or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like a series, like a you know how they do Twilight Tuesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna do it. Maybe less people, but like just blending in with different type of talents, from poetry to painting to um, music. I'm just saying music. I don't want to just say rap and mm-hmm. R&B. You know. It's just music and just different type of vibes. Mm-hmm. Outside, free. Sounds lovely, man. You know. I'm excited. I, I forgot a way to get paid. Yeah. But free for us. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the whole point, right? Sure. <laughs> you know sure. what I'm saying? Free get some sponsorships, man. Sponsorships. Yeah. Get some vendors, you know. Make it Have happen. some fun. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But we can do it, man. I've been talking to a guy. He got kind of cold quick. So I met him right when it was getting cold. So I was gonna sneak some in for the young adults this year, but it got cold quick. So I get back on it in spring. Mm-hmm. I want to throw the biggest green party in the world. I've been throwing green party for a long time. Yeah. I used to do them on my b- birthday, but I moved it to St. Patrick's Day because I don't think the leprechauns or nobody can mess with me. You, <laughs> Oscar the Grouch, Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Can't out green me, man. I'm cold. So <laughs> I'm gonna do a big green party. I don't think I'm gonna change it to like I'm make it more like medical marijuana based. But I want to do something outside, like 
some bonfire shit or something. Yeah, that sounds fun, man. That sounds really fun. Dude, it's been so great talking to you, man. We could go on and on, too, but just kind of catching up on all fronts, and we're really happy to be able to put this out and help promote you know, the record second time around and what you guys are doing. Thank um, you, bro. Before we let you go, though, we have a question we ask all of our guests to kind of wrap up. Q, you want to take it? For sure, yeah. It's a two-part question. Um, the first part is, what do you love most about St. Louis? And the second part is, what do you most want to see change? What I love most about St. Louis is that we are so evil that it gives us the backbone we need to take over the world. <laughs> if you get through it, <laughs> you make it through this, boy, the world be you be looking at the world looking down on it like, man, y'all ain't man. We is cold. We is. This is the training camp of the world right here, for real. And we got a lot of people here, so I always remember, we sold 300,000 copies of Country Grammar in Missouri. Damn. So, so just think, it's here. You can build capital here. You can sell 30,000 copies here. That's your thing. That's your mission. That's my mission. My mission is to, here in five hours out, we're supposed to have more control over To be able to have somewhere to send the artists. Set up a whole little pot. That's why I ain't move fast on it because I just feel like if it can't work with Murph, then I'm cool. That's how I feel. But I want Murph to win not because he tight, but because I know where his heart is and I know where his next move is if he win. You know what I mean? And, and he has a chance because everybody thinks that he didn't get his chance. His fair chance. You know what I'm saying? Whoever the culprit was to make it stop, which he going to say is himself because that's how we built. So. We here now, you know what I mean? Ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Now we got a long way. I ain't gonna. I, could, I still got a level of Kohans and sport jackets I gotta get to <laughs> in the entertainment business. I ain't, you know what I mean? So, right. yeah, Ten executive toes. is where we want to go. I definitely think about just think about that St. Louis label that I was talking about, and maybe we could treat it like stock, right? Or some shit like you know what I'm saying? You part of it. You put your money in. You part of the stock. Just open it up at the beginning. IPO that bitch. 100% dude And we can even This is on some different shit But like The NFTs kind of Open that up too Where you can set it up And like Do a token And like let people buy in And raise capital You know you make a raise That way Attract capital And then If there's returns On the project It goes out to the token holders If there's not That's the mm-hmm. risk you took um, There's new ways to do things But I think St. Louis is ready This whole second time around Concept You know mm-hmm. what I mean Like I think we're ready For that resurgence Mm-hmm. on all fronts not just the music business but like the city as the region whole. as a whole our mm-hmm. reputation you know it's, it's taking time. a hit I think we're we're ready we definitely ready we just gotta meet ourselves. we have to me and Murph we have to it's a perception right I know I can do it I know that I can do it but the world has to have it like you gotta be on a certain level for the, everybody to listen to what we what I need to say about that, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When I get that power back, that power back. This I don't want. I ain't talking history power. I'm talking about future power. When mm-hmm. that happens, and you see it, it'll be easier to move instead of forcing. See, that's why I like that too. It's like you're not resting on what you did. No, you can't. You're gonna ago. lose. You're gonna lose. Right. You know, you're gonna lose. I, I learned that with throwing with throwing events. I never care about if it's me I care about if all the X's and O's across I am the extra 
I should be able to win whether whoever I am with what I set up. I'm the extra because I don't really want to be there sometimes. So what if I'm not there? It's not a good event. You know what I'm saying? So I know that how people look at us and et cetera, et cetera. So I have to create this this thing. It's not fake. It's just let them know that I know what I'm talking about right now. Because rapping is different than being a businessman. <laughs> like, I shoot movies all the time, but it, I don't have no credibility in that. Mm. Stop rapping with people just because of what they did and because they're popular. The business move didn't add up to what you're asking him. Like I don't even see how artists, a lot of artists go and Nelly. Like he ain't signed me. Like was he showed you? If he do sign, was he showed you that he it that that's his thing? His thing is making music. Show me where he did great at putting that music out for somebody else. As an executive, as an executive, you don't see it. So why are you rushing and mad at that man for that? No, you ain't doing it right. Hundred percent. I'm saying. Anything you want to say about what you most want to see change about St. Louis? Um, just having more of an open forum. Just being able to talk. Just know that I don't like if I do a seminar right now and I say fifty dollars and they're looking at me like I'm crazy. But your bill costs five hundred. And you sagging. Your belt cost five hundred, and you sagging. That's a worthless ass belt. <laughs> I'm gonna try to use some game. I'm bring somebody from out of town. I'm gonna bring some people. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. I'm just they ain't happen. I'm just saying we have to understand. It's music Mondays tonight. Coalition DJs. It might be six, eight DJs there. It's not a lot of crowd, nothing. But they, I went there and performed the song. My talk that shit time. So it's down on Cherokee. 2737 or something like that. Yeah. So, um, go down there, it's six people. I heard somebody say, one of the like, man, you know how many people I heard? He DJ Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. He DJ in front of 2,000 people a week. He DJ in front of 5,000 people a week. He DJ in front of 400 people a week. He DJ, like, we're not doing our math enough. And everybody needs to start worrying about sales and outcomes. Is it good or not? We didn't know what LL sold. So you will follow it that much where if it didn't sell a lot, you're not going to listen to it? That's whack. Because all, all that deals with marketing. If we know the end number, know the other part too. Because profit margins, because failure is hard. Like, failure is in your mind. Like, we just in our mind. Like, you look like you're a failure. That's how Master P won. Because he made everybody... <laughs> He made, if his margins are bigger, he getting more money. But if you only sold two hundred thousand, that's really equivalent to him selling a million because the margins are different. But he gonna make you feel like you failed. But I can keep going. Boom! I really won. Boom! I won. Boom! I won again. Let me get your song, Young Bleed. I'm on this mug. Boom. Running up the number. Yo, Yo, album, boom. You only, man, you only sold, you only sold three hundred thousand. I sold a million. Silk sold two million. He, you know what I'm saying? But he the better artist. But what did we put in him? What did they put in Meek this time? I had that argument. Meek flop. What's flop mean? How you know? You know what they spent on it? Because if you don't spend a lot, then my profit margin is bigger. Hmm. 
if Jim Jones does balling and he sells a hundred thousand and he gets ten dollars, and Jay Z does his song and he gets one dollar and he does a million, they are even. And Jay Z spent more money on marketing. So it's all about knowing all the business, but they give us some of it so we can have that conversation in barbershops. They give us just enough. I remember when it started. I remember where normal people were saying, what's the billboard chart? What number is such and such? We looking for the billboard every week. What? When did this? How many records they sell? Yeah. Well, they ain't nothing. They ain't nothing? Or they business side ain't nothing? What you mean they ain't nothing? Did you like it? Oh, it was tight, but I'm saying, they didn't do that good. It didn't do that good. Hmm. We're losing the art of it. And you're making people quit that loved it. You know what I'm saying? So we need to create places for people to practice their art so they can be good when they get in front of these people when they go out of town, and et cetera, et cetera. So I would love to do some um, stuff like that, seminars and, um, you know what I'm talking about. Man. Second time around, man. Second time around is about teaching. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to go. Back and play in G League with them a couple times. Let them know. Mm, give them a little elbow or something. <laughs> let them know that that's gonna happen now. You know, <laughs> people gonna elbow you. Not Can't chick- get mad now. Not Don't get kicked out you the game. Chick- not you gonna chicken with? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you just gotta let them know you're there. Right. You know what I'm saying? You gotta take a foul. Ron no. Ortiz, <laughs> Lakers, baby. Hundred percent. Yeah, man. I want this. I want this. St. Louis is is tight though. So that's why I'm back because I need the energy that you give. Um, me every time the bad the good it's all of it you know what i'm saying it's not all bad it's some, it's a lot of good here it's more good than bad bad is just louder you know what i'm saying so we ready man and we on our i'm on my bell bill devote vibe 100 percent, man we're, get it. we're blessed to have yeah. you back man we're blessed Peace. to have you back really appreciate it uh also one last thing because my boys would be pissed at me if i didn't tell you this so you know back in the day playing video games Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes in certain games you could pick your character and you could pick your name mm-hmm. you can make your own name so like we used to play Halo whenever it was multiplayer and you could design your own character what was my character's name Kiwan and he was Lime Green dope. every <laughs> single time I've been listening to your shit since I was a kid man talking about dope shit yeah yeah. I appreciate you man thanks again for coming on Peace. take care man oh lord Talking back when I was 28, going on 35. Had my own wine, I was good, I was living life. Had the jewelry cars closed, you know that whole nine. But I was still broke and famous that whole time. Deal from 97 was on me the whole six. So while I was selling records, I ain't get patient. I ain't saying I ain't eat, but that deal was weak. Until you up and coming artists, you can learn from me. I said, don't sign nothing unless that check right. And I'm um, don't spend your money till your bag tight. Versus for myself, merch, stay in the game Get your paper dirty, stay in your lane
going on 29 Cause where I'm from they say we won't make it to 25 I try to do it all grown just in case I'm gone Opened up a few businesses, did that all wrong Never got a second album, no release date It took a whole four years to release me No pity parties, we free now For some reason started feeling like it's just me now Started rapping, trying to prove Murphy Lee the best out Subject matter changed, guess the fans felt left out no Midwest swings and tail feathers My day was I need a second chance to make it Bringing up old news, truth might set me free. Maybe let me be best daddy since Big Murph Lee. Granddaddy taught me how to make a house a home, and my granny taught me a man don't have to do it alone. Keep my woman by my side, keep my pride in the trunk. Keep my kids hella close, cause this world don't give a fuck. Make a long story short, I learned the good from the bad. I talked to Holly and Nelly, tell them both my bad. My real fan of the movement, man, I owe y'all too. See, I was young, getting to it, I ain't know what to do. Yeah.